In this episode, I want to talk about a phenomenon that I've observed in people's professions and careers. But first, I want to share a quote from Michelle Fan. Success is like a lightning bolt. It'll strike you when you least expect it, and you just have to keep the momentum going. You have to strike when the iron is hot. So for me, I just kept striking and striking to polish out the sword that I was making. This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornett. This episode is brought to you by me. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm uh, creating a series of courses, life coaching, and a peer community to help guide people on a journey from employee to solopreneur. The launch date will be in 2022. If you've ever thought about starting your own business at some point in your career, some point in your life, you can sign up to be notified. So go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. Look for this episode and this newsletter. It's You'd Better Ride That Wave, issue 319. So I'm vacationing in Maui this week, <laughs> believe it or not. First vacation in a really, really long time. And I'm sneaking a little work in. Therefore, it seems somewhat appropriate to use a surfing metaphor to explain this phenomenon I was just talking about. Something that I've seen in people's professions and uh, people's careers. But first, are you ready for something that's a little upsetting? At least I found it a little upsetting. Business Insider published an illustration that shows the ages at which you peak at several things in your life. For example, your brain processing power peaks at 18. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Muscle strength peaks at 25. Again, how wonderful. Women's salaries tend to peak at 39. Men's salaries tend to peak at 48, which isn't fair, but that's the data. If you want to see some of the rest of this illustration, just go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. Uh, you'd better ride that wave, issue 319. I've uh, included that graphic in the article. So you probably know that careers have peaks too. Some professions have very short time windows of top performance, and I think we all probably think of professional athletes when we think about that. Other professions can last longer. But even those eventually come to an end. You know, for example, surgeons. You can't keep doing surgery up into your 90s or over 100. Um, Olympic sprinters, for example, peak in their early 20s. The average NFL career for a quarterback, it's only three years. Commercial airline pilots must retire at age 65. Surgeons, just mentioned, they get to be over 60, and there's a lot of increased scrutiny to make sure they can still do their job. Some countries even have mandatory retirement ages, and it ranges, but many of them start in uh, your 60s. You're probably not surprised to think that blue-collar jobs and other physically demanding professions have career peaks at younger ages. I mean, who wants to keep doing really hard manual labor in their 50s and 60s and 70s. And you might think it's different for white-collar professionals. You can keep growing your career forever, right? Up until the very end when you decide to retire, but it's not true. 
every profession has a season and every career has peaks and a lifespan. And sure, ageism is undoubtedly an issue. I know I have experienced that in Silicon Valley. I've observed it in tech. But I'm talking about something that seems to happen to most people, regardless of your age, independent of your profession. And I'll call it the wave because it does remind me of the experience of surfing. I lived pretty close to Santa Cruz, California, one of the great locations for surfing in the world. About 13 years, we spent a lot of time on the beaches. And my children and our friends surfed often. My really good friend, hey Sam, who worked with me at our startup, was an avid surfer too. He used to try to get some surfing in almost every morning. Me, I don't surf. I wish, but I don't. But because of my kids doing it and friends, I spent a lot of time observing surfers. And if you pay attention, you'll notice they spend a lot of time sitting on their boards. <laughs> you know, you look out and there's dozens of people in wetsuits sitting on their boards, floating, watching, and waiting for a decent wave. And many of the waves are too small to even bother. They don't do anything. They just kind of bob up over the wave. Most of the good waves, you know, they're average, provides a solid ride, but it ends pretty soon. And the surfer's quickly paddling back out to try again. However, if they're lucky, along comes the wave. The one they've been dreaming about. This is like the Mavericks waves. To get the most out of the experience, they have to be bold, aggressive, decisive, and committed. If they're fearful, if they hesitate, the moment's lost. And I shared a quote from a surfer. It says, being an aggressive surfer in the positive sense of aggression means paddling towards peaks, hunting for waves, and staying engaged and active in the ocean. When a wave is fantastic like that, the ride is better, it lasts longer. The surfers hope it will never end. But we all know that it eventually will. Because all good things come to an end. Your career has waves like this too. It's those moments in time when you experience accelerated professional momentum. The stars feel like they're aligned. It feels like you're crushing it at work. Your talent is finally recognized, finally. <laughs> you're receiving promotion after promotion, year after year. You land great new jobs with ease. It doesn't seem like you even have to try. Your confidence soars. And it seems like Everyone wants more of you and the work that you can do. And you end up feeling like you're on top of the world. Now, you may be lucky and catch a few decent waves in your long-term career. A few people may enjoy an early wave, then they flounder and they struggle. But they make a comeback or they change careers or change professions and they have the incredibly good fortune to catch a second wave. And if you think about Robert Downey Jr., that is... A good example, I wrote about him last year in his comeback. But most people will get one incredible ride that will determine their future and influence the rest of their life. Sadly, some people don't even recognize when it's happening. They fail to catch that big wave, so instead, 
They ride one safe wave slowly until the end. Now, I've included some illustrations that I made just trying to capture a visual reference of what I'm talking about with your career and looking at the past, present, future, and even all the way up till retirement. And if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, this is You'd Better Ride That Wave, (laughs) issue 319, and you can check out those illustrations. So I didn't do them for nothing. Um, So other people, they perk up when they realize they are on a wave, but they don't capitalize on it. They don't ride it as hard as they should. Fear, imposter syndrome, and misplaced loyalty make them put on the brakes. And this is truly tragic because once momentum is lost, the wave dies down and careers stagnate. You often never get a second chance. So I'm here to tell you, do not make that mistake. If you're lucky enough to catch a great wave, you'd better ride it as hard as you can for as long as you can. And what do I mean by riding your wave? How do you keep momentum going when it's happening? Well, I have 10 steps that I think can help you make the most of your wave when it happens. And if you stick around to the end, I threw in a bonus step too. So the first is to lean into the momentum. When you feel the positive momentum of your wave, you know, that moment in time, enjoy it. Enjoy being a hot commodity. Lean into it and accelerate hard. Success can become a virtuous cycle. I know you've observed this. You've probably heard people refer to someone as the golden girl or the golden boy. They can do no wrong. Flaws are overlooked. Everything they do is amazing. Everything they touch turns to gold. (laughs) You know, it's fun to watch. It's even better to experience. When your time comes and you know you're riding a good wave, take advantage of it. Push hard on your goals and take bigger chances to achieve even greater things while it lasts and while you can. Second step, don't be afraid. You know, as Patrick Swayze said, fear causes hesitation and hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. And I get it, velocity can be frightening. Fear of the unknown is real. When you're moving up and up on a fast wave, things just happen more quickly. Everything's moving fast. Your role keeps changing. Responsibilities increase. Expectations increase. You're receiving more attention. The eyes are on you. People want more of your time. Everyone wants your time. And I think all this pressure builds and it builds into this fear of failure. It can be overwhelming, but you have to overcome that fear. You have to create strategies to manage your stress and anxiety. Get help if you need it. Talk with someone. You have to overcome it. You have to conquer your fear to make the most of your wave because it will end all too soon. And you'll wish that you'd been brave enough to take advantage of it. Regret really sucks. Number three, don't put on the brakes. Now, some people aren't necessarily afraid, but they do let up. All too often, I watch people succeed and immediately (laughs) 
take their foot off the gas. I see it a lot with the work that I do. And I've seen it a lot during my career. They land a new job and they immediately stop networking. They immediately stop planning their next career move. And this goes on for years. Someone might write and publish a book. I mean, that's a huge achievement, but then they do nothing to promote it. They don't do a speaking tour. They don't host workshops. They don't take advantage of it. Or you'll see somebody get promoted and it's kind of like, woo, I made it. Now I can coast. Now I can take a break. So they let up and they relax. And I understand the desire to rest and recover a little. I mean, they've earned it and you do need a breather after pushing hard to make something happen. But we live in a world of friction. That momentum eventually slows if you don't keep driving forward while the wind is at your back. Believe me, soon enough, it will stop. And eventually you may be facing into the wind. So you'd better have enough momentum and drive to push through and keep going. Number four, kill your imposter syndrome. Almost all of us suffer from imposter syndrome at some point in our lives. If you haven't, well, good for you. (laughs) Because I know I've had to deal with it. So much so that I wrote about how to overcome it. And when things are going well, we're making good progress, we start to question ourselves. The higher we climb, the more doubt and uncertainty creep in. You start to think, maybe I just got lucky. Or I'm not as talented as they think I am. Or you start to feel, I don't think I'm as bright as the people around me. I certainly felt that in Silicon Valley, some really smart people. Or everyone's going to find out that I am way in over my head. And then finally you start to feel like this is just too much. I'm going to fail soon. I've watched people lose momentum due to fear and imposter syndrome. They rode successively higher, bigger waves with each promotion and job. They were on track for even better things, but they began to doubt themselves and they missed that next big wave. Instead, they fell back and they took smaller and more minor roles. Each wave faded more and more until their ride was over. Don't let imposter syndrome rob you of a chance to maximize your potential. Five, eliminate friction. I mean, what's holding you back? What's slowing you down? We all have something that is creating professional friction and risking our career progress. You have to get rid of those bad habits. You have to acquire the skills you need. Do whatever you can to reduce friction and keep the momentum of your wave going as long as you can. For example, I often share how my fear of public speaking created a ton of friction in my career progress. I had to do something about it. So I I killed that fear. It took a while. took years. But I got rid of it. And then my career took off after that. I was promoted five times over five years from a lead designer to a manager to a senior manager to a director to senior director and eventually to vice president. That was my wave. It was. It was probably the biggest wave I know it was in my professional career. I had to write it hard while it lasted. And that's number six, seize opportunities. 
Sheryl Sandberg said, fortune does favor the bold and you'll never know what you're capable of if you don't try. While you're riding up to the peak of your career wave, you'll notice that more opportunities start flowing your way. That's what I mean by becoming an opportunity magnet. I talk about that all the time. One of my friends was struggling in their career for several years. I don't even, it was years. And no matter how hard they worked and what they tried, they just couldn't seem to get a promotion. They were stuck. So they took control and they looked for opportunities outside of the company. And sometimes you have to do that. It took a few months and lots of interviews, <laughs> but they finally landed an executive role with a startup. And that was the tipping point. Now more and more opportunities surfaced. Recruiters were pinging them almost every day and an even larger opportunity presented itself. It was a little scary and it felt risky, but they decided to seize that chance to take on more responsibility than ever before. And they landed that new job and it's the most significant role of their life. And that's number seven. You have to take bigger risks. As my friend did, you have to take bigger risks while you can before it's too late. It's, it's like retirement planning, right? The early you put more money into your retirement and you invest in higher risk and higher reward opportunities, the bigger the return in the end. So much like retirement, you don't want to take your biggest risk at the end when you could lose everything. It's easy to bounce back from mistakes when you're younger and riding high on that wave. It's pretty hard to recover when the wave is over. You just don't have enough wiggle room. Number eight is important to be careful with your loyalty. Obviously, when an employer is treating you well, you should treat them well in return. You should work hard. Do what you're getting paid to do. Give your best to your job. However, for most people, staying in a job for too long has diminishing returns. On average, being employed at the same company for over two years, just two years, will make you earn less over your lifetime by about 50% or more. But you should stick around if things are going well. You know, if your career is clearly growing within the company, stick around. If you are receiving promotions every year or two, stay. If you're getting big raises way above cost of living increases, stick around. And if you're still acquiring new skills, knowledge, and experience, everything you need to grow, stick around. But if your progress slows down, don't wait too long. I worked for an employer where we were hiring new employees at a higher base salary than the existing employees at the same level. It is so messed up. Don't let that happen to you. Number nine, build your professional brand. Best time to build your professional brand is when you're winning. Take advantage of your momentum and push hard on creating a visible presence in your industry and online. The world should know that you exist. Grow your audience while you can. Build a strong professional network when you're riding high on your wave. For example, I wish that I had pushed harder to build my following on Twitter when I joined way back in 2007. I was still at Yahoo and I was doing a lot of public speaking around the world. And I, I gained quite a few followers then, but I didn't push. I should have. I also wish I had started my newsletter in this podcast back then. Man, I wish I had done that. If you're clever, you already are thinking about what your next industry might be. 
you know, I call this your second act career. A lot of people have referred to it as a second act career. So now is the time to dial up your visibility, showcase your work, how you think, and start building your new professional brand. For example, I worked with some people who had a day job in one profession, but were writing and building up their next profession a little bit every week. They were building up a reputation as an author while still riding that first wave of their first career. Then when the timing was right, they caught an even bigger wave to transition to their second career. One person I know is still riding to the crest of the second wave. They haven't even peaked yet, but it's already much, much larger than where their first wave was going to take them. And then 10, capitalize on your success. Alec Baldwin said, success begets success. I've been offered a lot of movies now that 30 Rock has been successful. Everybody loves a winner. When you're in the middle of riding your big wave, take advantage of your good fortune. Find ways to extend your success in one arena into opportunities in others. For example, Grow your network and connect with more powerful people. Don't just connect sideways and down. Connect with people that are in places and positions of influence that could help you. Become an advisor to startups or advise small businesses. Join the board of a company or two. Spin up a consulting business on the side. I've talked about this so many times. Such a good idea. Do it while people know your name. It's a lot easier. Found your own startup and raise funding. And again, raising funding is a lot easier when you're riding high on a wave. Start your own business and leverage your really hot professional brand to grow more quickly. Do it while you can. Again, all of this is easier when you're riding a wave of success. However, smart people know that what goes up must come down. Good weather doesn't last forever and winter will eventually come. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to add more metaphors? When your success pays off, resist the urge to grow your lifestyle to match. I have watched way too many people live either just within their means or beyond because they thought their career wave would keep rising up and up and up. So they bought huge house. They bought a second house. They, they went crazy thinking I'm at the top. It's going to last forever. But when it slowed down or the wave kind of came crashing down, they found themselves in financial trouble. And finally, be careful and don't overextend yourself. I know that I've been coaching you to push hard and ride your wave while it lasts. But you have to do so within reason. Don't burn out. You know, I, I was on the verge of burning out. I wasn't taking care of myself during this five, six-year period. It was probably a good eight years where I was pushing pretty hard on my career. And, and I was really overextended. I should have balanced it more. So don't burn out. So if you stuck around this long, here's the bonus step that I was talking about create a transition plan. All waves end eventually. Every single one of them. So 
What will you do next? What can you create that will sustain you for the rest of your career, rest of your life? Use your remaining momentum to create a transition plan that will let you coast to the finish line. You know, that mythical finish line. Find something meaningful to do with your remaining days. I mean, full retirement sucks anyway. People say that they look forward to leaving work and doing nothing but, you know, fishing or vacationing or golfing every day for the rest of their life. That's a bad idea. I've written about this before. Uh, I included the link in the, the newsletter if you want to check it out. The data shows people who retire earlier die earlier. We all need purpose in our lives. Frittering away your time with nothing but recreation isn't a purpose. And as C.S. Lewis said, you are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. Reach back and help others. I mean, that's what I'm doing now with my second act career. I'm a good example of this. You know, my first act career, I kind of ended it. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I mean, officially, 2015, 2016, I ended my corporate career in 2010 and deliberately created a second act career that was more sustainable, building this business that could help me be active and build something I cared about for the rest of my life. And it's about helping other people. I want to help people who are struggling in their career, who are frustrated, who are sad, depressed. It doesn't have to be that way. There is a better way. So I'm trying to help people. And this recommendation is less about momentum and climbing higher and higher, although it can happen. It's more about giving back and feeling fulfillment. There's so many examples. I mean, you see successful actors become directors before it's too late, before their acting career kind of tails off. And you know that happens. I mean, just a few examples, Ron Howard, Penny Marshall, Jodie Foster, hot music artists who are smart, start their own record label. Jay-Z, the Beatles did it, Dave Grohl. World-class athletes, they know when to hang it up. I think for them it hits sooner. And so they, they quit the sport and they transition into coaching. So folks like Bill Russell, Martina Navratilova, Mike Ditka, and like I said, people like me, people who leave the, the corporate world, the nine to five world, and they start advising the next generation of people, helping young people enter the working world, helping people become managers and leaders, helping people leave that whole nine to five world and start their own business. So when you choose the right wave and ride it well, it sets you up for the rest of your career journey. When you reach the end of that wave and everyone does, you can intentionally create your own wave that will take you the rest of the way. That's what I'm doing. And I'm happy to help you plan how to do it too. If that's interesting to you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to follow upcoming releases of the show, please subscribe. And as always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Invincible Career and the podcast, you can visit InvincibleCareer.com. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.